This Tabby Road podcast is intended for mature audiences. So why are you listening? This is the Stabby Road Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Joe Sen of Fourth Castle. Welcome to another episode of Stabby Road, the podcast that looks at horror genres through the lenses of three different generations. Uh, representing Generation X is... Me, Rob Graydon. And representing the Millennials is... Sonia Harcourt. And I am, of course, by default and the color of uh, my beard, I'm the fucking boomer. So that <laughs> said... your name is? <laughs> that's... <laughs> yeah. What, give, me your, a, give me a kiss. What's your name? What's your name? You didn't say your name. Oh, I, I said at the beginning, I'm Joe Senna. Welcome you did? To, yeah, I did. Oh, oh did, never mind. All right, so, so you oh, mixed sorry. up the intro after we talked about yeah. like, hey, yeah, you've been doing a good job. Oh, no. And then yeah, I, I totally told did you something different. Okay, this long discussion about how we have to tune up the intro. I told you. <laughs> and you totally changed it. And I totally fucked it up. You didn't fuck so, it up. You changed yeah. it. All right, fine. And so then anyway. joining us this week because uh, uh, Super Tech Josh is uh, getting another 14 fillings in his teeth filled up or something ridiculous, is Super Tech Josh's brother. Super Tech Chase. Super Tech Chase. I'm glad we spent a lot of time on a creative name for me. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Super Tech Chase. Super Tech Chase. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's Super Tech Chase. Super Tech Chase. Um, and the theme for the next three episodes is going to be horror in space. Yeah. And the three films that we're picking are Planet of the Vampires, um, uh, Life Force, and Event Horizon. So if this episode bores you, chances are you can come back for Life Force, which guaranteed is not gonna. Not gonna. <laughs> so, I am gonna go on record though and say I'm a little bitter that nobody picked Alien. I'm just saying. I, well, I can speak to that. Um, the fact that by watching Planet of the Vampires, you basically have watched Alien. <laughs> um, That's reaching quite a bit. But uh, well, you know the okay. amount of parallels in the three movies. To I'm just like. But it's okay. We'll have we'll do multiples. We'll I, do horror in space part two. Uh, and because there's a lot of it. Because exactly. I, I I was upset. I would love to have talked about Jason X, which is my we so fucking well, well, I, yeah. I think we were gonna do a a franchise in outer space one. Uh, we do Jason X, it. Leprechaun in space, right. Hellraiser in space. Yeah. I think we're gonna do an, ep an episode like that. We will. So we will return to yeah. Jason X at the appropriate yes. time. But today we're talking about Planet of the Vampires. Which is a really old film from the 1960s. Uh, 1965 was actually uh, as old as you uh, as old as I am. As old as you are, yes. And I was three at the time. Yes. So, um, Planet of the Vampires, directed by the uh, Almighty Mario Bava, mm -hmm. um, one of the greatest known Italian horror directors of all time. And uh, if you look at the end credits, his uh, son, nephew, I'm never it's really his sure, son. Lamberto. Mm -hmm. Son. Um, had a credit. Lamberto created the Demons franchise. Yes. Oh. In the yes. 1980s. He was cool. the, uh, f uh, was it first assistant director? I didn't um, notice because by that Empires. time the screen had gotten really small oh, okay. and it said like coming up next oh. and I'm going like this <laughs> and I saw Lamberto Baba. I'm like, okay, make, make a note about Lamberto Baba. Uh, Mario's son. Uh, so Planet of the Vampires, the story is all right there in the title. A planet sends out a distress signal, mm -hmm. which a p ship picks up and decides to investigate. Tropity trope trope. And they, uh, they, joined by a second ship, both go down to this planet, which almost immediately, just because it's in the atmosphere, they all become homicidal maniacs and start trying to kill each other. Then once they awaken from that situation, they discover that there is some sentient life out there that exists on, I think this is a quote, a different vibrational plane from humans, mm -hmm. which lends itself to all kinds of jokes, mm -hmm. is now looking to take over the bodies of the, uh, the humans so that they can use the ships to go repopulate their race on their planet. And um, the... Uh, they call it Planet of the Vampires, mm -hmm. although it seems more like Planet of the Zombies when you think or, about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I'm not really, there's really not a heck of a lot else to explain other than one by one, the crew succumb to this alien force. And the, the only gimmick that's really worth mentioning is they have this thing called the meteor deflector. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which they established very on, almost to the point of hitting you over the head with it. That if not for this meteor deflector, the ships will be torn apart. Right. So yes. uh, the vampires want that meteor deflector to work so that they can take the ship, go back up to space, et cetera, et cetera. In a twist ending, 
you find out that the uh, lead character and uh, his female companion, a redhead named Sonia. Oh yeah, by I the took way. note of that. Yes. I took note of that. Yes. I sure you did. Yes, that's funny. Um, and a way older guy, as usual. Oh yeah, and, uh, uh, played by Barry. Barry Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah. yeah. More of the super tropey, the almost Captain America type man who doesn't succumb to the concussions exactly. and right. yeah. That, yeah. That scene where he's he's like you know Private Log, I'm scared. I can't tell. I feel that. fear. I can't let anybody know. It's like <laughs> because I'm the Rock. Yeah. So Barry Sullivan and Sonia. Yeah. Uh, turns out in an off-screen sequence have died and then transformed into the uh, alien vampires and uh, with the one survivor Wes who finds out they then start in a James Bond villain like way explaining what they're going to do Wes tries to destroy the meteor uh, disruptor he does destroy the meteor disruptor dies in the in the process Mm -hmm. which forces uh, Captain Barry Sullivan and Sonia to say well I guess without this we have to land at the nearest planet hmm what let's look at this planet and dum dum dum, it's Earth. You and know? by the way, facing upright America, the, yes. the North America, which is always just like this, it's just like every classroom globe. Exactly. Over. Oh yeah. Exactly. It's never from no the atmosphere. Size by the way, like, yes. So yeah. I'm assuming they all, it's inhabitable. It, yeah. So and and they make the observation because they show it. When they when they show what they see through the screen, it's like um it's like the opening of some nineteen fifties TV show. You can almost hear da 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 and and it's a you know, they're looking at it from the sky and it's shot from like the top of some building looking straight it's yes hysterical. They say when they do the zoom they zoom in. Yes which is an incredible zoom camera. Enhance and and they say, uh, oh yes, as we as I thought, it's still a primitive culture. They still build their buildings from stone and steel. Yes, and uh, you know what a shock! Turns out that the planet home was not the planet Earth, and you know, and and scene. Yeah. So that's pretty much the movie. It is one of my all-time favorite films for a variety of reasons. It is a way to the way they introduce some gothic, creepy horror in some sequences. Mm-hmm. The uh, the use of the mist, the use of the colors, mm-hmm. yeah. the way they light, because Mario Baba is the master of lighting. Yeah. Uh, the way they light the uh, the alien vampires, the way he gores it up mm-hmm. in some sequences, very yeah. selective gore. Mm-hmm. There's one sequence where you don't feel there's enough gore, and then they like rip one guy's like mm-hmm. tunic off, and it's all just like sternum, stern, yeah, yeah sternum with shit coming out of it. Oatmeal and poster paint is yeah. what I always call it. But, it, was very but it works. But in yeah. this yes. case, because of the the color scheme of the film, works quite well. Yeah. Now, as we talk about tropes, it is on record as being one of the many inspirations for Alien. Mm-hmm. Yes. The other one being a film called It, the Terror that Terror con- from, yeah. the conquered. The, the, yeah, wait, I know it, the, it. Oh, shit. I would know this. Oh, now this is where it, we need. Terror... I was gonna say, if only we had a super tech no, standing wait, by. No, with no, the no, because no, I'm testing my Alzheimer's. Um, <laughs> it, the terror from beyond space. There oh, we yes. go. That's okay. what it's called. You just need and a also, right, Dark Star. And oh. right, but yeah. Dark Star was actually done by O'Bannon. With, right. So it's not so much that it was inspired by as much as that was that was a. Now, yeah. Now, um, in my opinion, anyway. Ridley Scott has always claimed that he's never seen. Planet of the Vampires. And you know, there's um, one scene that just automatically I, The amount of notes bullshit. I took yeah. on that, no, I call bullshit. Yeah. Dan O'Bannon said he has actually watched it, but yeah. feels he was inspired by it, which for me is a, a bigger BS. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. No, the giant skeleton of the alien with yes, the distress exactly. call. Yes. Dead fucking dead, giveaway. Dead yeah. giveaway. And Even the landing. That was one of the first first it, notes I wrote was yes. the landing of the ship. I was like, this is alien. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So- yeah. The, uh, the big thing about Alien and the fact that Ridley Scott directed it, it's important because up until Star Wars, all sci-fi films looked like Planet of the Vampires. They yeah. all had that. We're really not taking the set design yeah, I, seriously. It's, it's a little, little almost little comical. Well, yeah. well I, I don't so, think it took it seriously. It was, it, there was this high stylized, highly stylized sort of Yes, everything had to thing. look future. And then when 2001, Star Wars, and Alien all came yeah. out at the same time, Everything looked like that, but there were a couple of films in the seventies, like that, that took their inspiration from films like this in terms of production design, like right. Flash Gordon. Yeah, mm. you know they they went the opposite route. They exactly. didn't want it to look like two thousand one because they it was produced to... by an Italian, and he exactly. wanted it to look, you know, you know, Dino wanted it to look a certain way. Right. Mm. 
Um, I have a vowel at the end of my name. I can do this. Uh, but Ridley Scott, when from what I read, the way he sold himself on Alien, because I think Walter Hill was supposed to direct it, correct? Yes. Uh, Walter Hill probably would have made it look like another like typical 70s sci-fi film. Right. Hmm. Ridley Scott said, yes, but I'll take this story and I'm going to make it look like 2001. Right. So Planet of the Vamp Vampires. And he had just seen Star Wars and realized and just, that's the that's, direction. That's the direction everything's going. Everything right. is going, yeah. So Star Wars really took the look and feel of 2001, the realism of that, and put it into space fantasy and dirtied it up. Yeah. Right? And after that, everything changed. Yeah. Right. Um, Planet of the Vampires is the exact opposite yeah. of that. Yeah, um, none of the, the like none of the dashboards has any labels on them. Yeah, they're I was just, just gonna say just, just thousands of buttons that yeah, everybody just assumes. Yeah, everyone knows how to use for some reason. Like, oh, that's the laser. Yeah, no problem. And the and the video screen effects. What do you think about that? The guy oh, yeah. standing behind the big uh, the big glass bubbles yes. because as if it was like the effect is they they raise somebody on the screen and it's a big bubble mm -hmm. and you see people that they're talking to and really it's just people standing on the, on other, the other side, side of, the of the wall. Of the yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it's it's kind of it's but they yeah like the fisheye yeah. side warping yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. And it's, oh and it's certainly effective I mean you know w within the style of the of, right you know what they're doing the, even like the architecture of the ships which I love so much is because they are they're simultaneously really spacious yes and really uncomfortable looking at the same time mm -hmm. yes those seats that yeah. they're riding like yeah yeah but but if you notice they're like those the... they're like the old horn and hard arch seats. That yes. You go to oh my god! For you kids out there, I know that was a reference you'll get. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> but but you know, there's, there's just those uncomfortable cafeteria seats. Yep. Mm. Yep. No that, with seat the, belt. With the or, yes, no, none at all. With or, and the subtle... seats are not connected. Which to was the floor. super super yeah. probably needed when they went through that intense, you know, amount of G's at the beginning. Yeah. The seat exactly. belts might have helped. But... Exactly. Oh, the the G sequence. Yeah. That's oh, so that funny. was. That was adorable. And they were all just like, you know, stuck there were the, There were some better muscle. actors than others amongst yeah. that group. Yeah. True. Selling it better. So <laughs> anyway, that's that's uh, Planet of the Vampires. So throwing it out to the group. Sonia, how badly did you hate it? What? Wow. You're never going to let me live Abbott and Costello down, are you? <laughs> never. No, I felt because I felt bad because originally my selection was, was something else that was a little bit more accessible. And then I said, no, what? Planet of the Vampires has to be the one. Yeah. And. And you did. You were texting me. It's like, dude, you don't have to take the boomer part seriously. I'm like, well, not oh, even so you seriously. Understand. You don't have to make it strict. It's, you know, it, like if if it falls within like when you grew up, it doesn't have to be like produced at a, you know, just like. Well, but it was it, it was playing a lot. Yeah. I saw it a lot on TV. So that's... no, I I actually really enjoyed it. I it I my opening notes are that it is like it's a, it's a little slow to start. There's not a whole lot of suspense. They're trying to imply suspense yeah that with they the do landing, a lot of implication of the suspense with the the, the g-force and everything but it just goes on a little too long and there's not really any dramatic music playing under no. it's just kind of this is happening but once they land on the planet and things start picking up yeah yeah i really i mean especially considering what it is you know like you said what it is for the time as far as the style like this is how space movies were and this is what it looked like and this is how they were made like this sort of tropey cliche I'm the captain and I am impenetrable and like all of that. Yeah. It was this fun. This is post-war Europe, so the Americans are the heroes. Exactly. Well, right. that's that's Jet why that's why whenever whenever yeah. they see Earth from space, it's always America cuz yeah. yeah, upright. Obviously. Perfectly upright. Yep. Perfectly yeah. upright. Um no, like you said the lighting was easily the best part. Eric and I watched this one together and yeah. he just kept going, "Oh my god, the lighting." Like throughout the whole movie. I yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I saw some moments that kind of gave me obviously it took a lot of yeah, yeah Ridley Scott's full of shit the amount of alien <laughs> in this though yeah this one was one the reversed smoke the reverse oh. smoke on the planet I was like yeah it's the reverse moisture drop on the alien yes. egg like bullshit yeah. you've never seen this bullshit I let yeah the mist was almost like its own character which was pretty cool right? I really liked the use of the mist one of the notes I took was the initial uh, I think he's the science, maybe the, the science captain, the doctor, is the initial guy who runs out onto the planet when he's still kind of in his whatever hypnotic right. state. Right. Sort of gave me, again, maybe it was just because I was knowing I was going to get ready to watch Event Horizon. For mine, it was kind of like Justin in Event Horizon vibes where he goes out into the airlock without a 
without a spacesuit. Yeah. That that was sort of a, I was like, uninspired by moment, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that was my first thought. Like, the two guys came out in spacesuits. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Tom Powers yeah. used to tell a joke in yeah. high school that, when, you know, Flash Gordon episodes, Dr. Zarkov would walk out of a, a spaceship on a new planet and go, there's oxygen on this planet. Good. Yeah. yeah. And It's a good thing. Yeah. Because yeah, what would have happened if there wasn't? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, I just thought that was that was kind of a kind of cool. Same thing with, like, the, the crew kind of going mad and sabotaging the ship. More kind of Event Horizon mm. vibes. Um. I just I saw a lot of tie throughs. Obviously, I'm I, I thoroughly enjoyed pleased. it. I, I really am. I, I would watch it again. Yeah. Wow. I Ladies would. and gentlemen, Sonya Harcourt would watch Planet of the Vampires again. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a, a lot of that's attributed to Baba's wonderful yes direction. It's it's yeah. very yeah. pretty, and it, yeah, it it even if it's slow going as far as the story, or if like the dubbing is really bad. <laughs> Really? Oh yeah. Well, welcome to Italian cinema. And, and you Con- heard concerning Speed Barry Sullivan, who's talking in English. Yeah. yeah. And then redubbed <laughs> back in English. Bad. But you know, in the, yeah. Ita- in the in the Italian cinema, they they always did the the audio post. Mm-hmm. Do you know, you know why? That. Does anybody know why? I don't know. Why. I'm not sure. Oh, tell Let's us. See if this because uh, when the rise of fascism happened, recording on movie sets was considered recording things, information. That's why all of Sergio Leone's films are, are dubbed, regardless of what language they're in. That's why all these films are all of Barbara's films are dubbed. No, they way. weren't allowed to. They weren't allowed to record sound on the set. So when was that when, to do with? I'm losing what that has to do with fascism. Oh no! When back like when not fascism. Um, the, just the, the Italian government in general. They they were very paranoid, particularly after things like. Uh, so they were afraid that they were going to pick up like like unintentional conversations and oh, stuff. Yeah. The beat. Wow. Oh yeah. That's yeah. They're, like up. they were. They're not. They they're at that time weren't that dissimilar and paranoia to China hmm. when it came to just government paranoia. And it's the same thing. That's the reason why all of Sergio Leone's films, even though they're like like Good and Bad and the Ugly, was shot in English. Yeah. Was redubbed completely. So it's like a contain. They redub it in a contained yeah. studio space so where somebody where where a government official watches them. Oh. I, I hate to correct the uh, the the, um, the the cinephile in the group, but yeah. um, the uh, the spaghetti westerns were recorded in everyone's native languages, and mm-hmm. it was the up to the person doing the ADR to rewrite the dialogue to fit the lips. That's correct. That's but they did, but there was always there well the English the, the English speakers yeah spoken in, in English, mm-hmm. but. The Italian actors all right, spoke in but Italian. Because, but because there are so many different languages, there was always a government official there to make sure what they were saying. That's why that that's why they were dubbed to begin with. Well, yeah, I got that. Yeah. I just Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Wanted yeah. to look look smarter than you for one second. <laughs> it's um, not I, I literally just recently found that out. I did go to yeah. film school, but it was so long ago they had just invented film. <laughs> yes. He went to multiple drawing films. Did you <laughs> He went to quick. He went to rapid drawing school. It wasn't even so, called film back then. It was Ouch. me. You know, it was just me, was George just Melies, me. and yes. uh, you know, uh, Edward Mudbridge. Yes. Uh, you know, just yes. three of us just sitting Day there one, flipping through a our rise books. Rise above going, cuneiform. <laughs> we're just flipping through our notebooks, going, "Hey, hey, yeah, you know, wait a minute. You t- um, <laughs> go to school for this." <laughs> did you one quick one quick boomer note? Did, you did recognize the voice of Peter Fernandez, uh, Speed Racer. Um, oh, uh, I did not, but I did. I, I, when I was doing the research on this, I knew that he was there, but I did not. When I was watching it, I actually forgot to listen for it. It, yeah. don't know how you could miss it. Yeah. Which, which character is it? Oh, I don't remember. See, okay, oh. so that brings up another point. You're, I'm, I'm impressed that you were able to re- recognize which character was which, because I still, they all looked alike. Outside of Barry Sullivan, they all, they they all even the two women. Yeah. I, I, well, once, once they put the yeah, helmets on, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, uh, which I, without those helmets, some nutsy collars on them. Oh, I know. Really, the up to the like, ears. It was like it's yeah. an interesting choice. I think that that had to do with the vampirism aspect. It was kind of like that classic, you like know, keep the neck collar. protected yeah. almost. It was even? More like just a collar of a cape. Okay. But, but the rest of it, they, from neck down, yeah. it was like Diana Rigg S and M. But I think it was yeah. AI, was it AIC who distributed those AIP. AIP. Yeah, they Markov. were the ones who landed on on Planet of the Vampires. I don't think that was that's what it was called. Ah. Uh, oh. Yeah, and, and it was which would make sense because they're really not vampires. Yeah. And it ended up here in, 
here on, on, a, on a double feature with another film. I forget what it was. It was they they went through a bunch of different titles. Hmm. I did not. And they came that. close to calling it something else. I forgot what it was. It was Planet of Terror. Planet Ooh. of Terror. Planet of Terror was the other name. Yeah. Okay. Which eventually no no it was Galaxy of Terror. Galaxy that of was Terror. Done later. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that right. would have made they, a lot and more then they sense. Landed them. So, yeah. so because if you notice, there aren't real. It's not really. No, there's undead. There's, there's like undead, undead yeah. and even just like almost life forms that are not even tangible necessarily. Yeah. Right. Like they're, they're like with the mist and yeah. and the floating orbs. Yeah, right. yeah. So it's I, we need your bodies to make things like these it, ships. Even yeah. back then, Hollywood was messing with titles and doing false trailers to get butts in seats. Yeah, and well, it worked. Yeah, you right. know, they they were vampiric. Aspect sure. to these creatures, sure. Yeah, but the idea of just you die and then you come back um, is, you know, it's a zombie. Yeah, I mean, at least according at to least today's... in our next one in Life Force, yeah. it was like you could argue that they're energy vampires. Oh, that, yeah. Without. Whereas this was just like right. there's there's nothing really vampiric going on here. Can but... we just stop now and talk about Life Force? <laughs> <laughs> I know we're all really so, excited to talk about um, Life Force. Also, can we talk about the the rather uncomfortably close SS logos that they had on their show. Oh, the bombs. little lightning bolts? Yeah, I was wondering yeah. if Hugo Boss designed those costumes. Yeah. Because, he, you know, because uh, yeah, for those, who vote, the, those of you who don't know, Hugo Boss designed the SS uniforms. Yeah. Um, the Volkswagen was uh, Hitler's invention. Right. Um, and uh, the Mercedes were uh, Nazi staff cars. Yep. How did we... <laughs> yes. Germans, Hugo the SS Boss, logos SS logos on, logos on, on the I mean, uniforms. yeah, Hugo some Boss. of them, they there were... The ones in the yellow, they had three, and the ones in the red Reds had two. Had two, but some of them had four. Yeah, but the, the, the but, but like the main characters had two, and right. it looked like the SS logo. Yeah. I think it was the more the more lightning bolts you had, the, the higher, higher up rank you, were? you had. Okay, okay. and it, and I knew, and I thought for some, it, I, in my opinion, I, in my memory, I thought that the crew of the second ship, the Galio, yeah, um, had red piping. Yeah. But they didn't. They had yellow yeah, piping. Had yellow. The, the only thing yes. that was red was, was the insignia. The... I looked specifically for that. So so that's the, my point. In my head, it's like a Mandela thought... effect. Yeah, I thought the whole piping. Yep. I thought everything was. Yeah, red. you just keep collecting. I guess the S's. Huh. Yeah. Wow. And the last S, free car wash. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what you got. Those you have to admit yeah. those are sexy ass costumes. Oh, they though. were. Oh yeah, they looked those, hot those, as those hell. Ins- yes. yes, those insane collars though. They look way better with the helmets on. They yeah. looked like with they the, looked the, like. Or I should say the the skull cap. Yes, skull cap. Yeah. That, they it, they it, looked like unpolished latex basically. Yeah. So I yes. can only imagine how brutally hot those must have been yeah. under set lights back right. then. Jesus. Yep. Oh. Do you but, think it was to protect them from the vampires, <laughs> or do you think it was just a bad design? No, I don't think. I still don't think it was a bad design. I, yeah, I think it was I think a deliberate, it, a deliberate. Um, it was a statement. It was yeah. Nazi. That's all to say that it was what Nazi, Nazi, not Nazi, not Nazis. Forget it was Nazi. We're not yeah. talking about Nazis. Hugo wonder... Boss, by the way, uh, 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 designed the SS uniform. Yeah, you Sorry. said that already. Yes. Is wait so it well I wonder was the implication like making the outfits slightly different because the whole big reveal at the end of oh you know the nearest planet is Earth yeah does that mean is the initial crew human like the initial crews who go to rescue or are they potent they like is it implied that they are humanoids from another planet oh they're I, I guess they're human over. yeah humans from another planet or humanoids no not the vampires like oh, our it? crew yeah the crew the crews that, well that's the whole point is that they try to make you think well you know it's humans they must be coming from earth they yeah. never right. say earth they say home right right so i think that uh so maybe just the, like um the costume uh, choices were slightly indicative yeah. of being like they're not entire like they're human-ish they're humans it's like we're again. first planet of the apes yeah yeah exactly the um prometheus yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which again, you know. Yeah, no, when, they, when we saw that, I was like, oh, look, a derelict aircraft with a giant alien who has yeah. clearly died trying to signal for help. Right. Where have I seen this before? Right. And and um, Prometheus starts with the uh, the engineers who are humanoid, mm-hmm. just taller right. and stronger right, and, right. and more translucent. Right. Right. Um, so the same concept that they came to seed Earth mm-hmm. with humans in effect these guys were coming down to earth which was in mid 1950s mm-hmm. and somehow uh inf- infect right. and infest the planet right the same way that um, the engineers populated from so i'm, I'm convinced that yeah. there's some there's some seed of that sure from planet of the vampires yeah as yeah well. for so, sure so is, are we to assume that the planet of the vampires is actually earth and not the planet they landed on. Ooh. Ooh. 
So oh, I in like other words, that. it was the creation of the planet of the vampires. Right. I kind of like that. that. Told, I don't know if Samuel Z. Arkoff put that much thought. Of course not. Sam Arkoff yeah. was like, how much is it? Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is it making money? All right, let's do it. I like it, though. Yeah. That'd be it fun is. to kind of rewatch from that lens and from see if lens, it works. Yeah. yeah. It I would love to see a sequel to that movie. Yeah. You know? That'd be awesome. It'd be cheap to shoot, too. You know? It sure would. It would be like Battlestar Galactic in 1980. And you yes. could use the same hallway. <laughs> one right after the other, yes, implying exactly. that it was a different hallway. Oh, oh. Literally, say, like one right after the other, back to back shots. Well, that's exact what they same, oh. exact same angle. Not they even they, exact they same never angle. bothered to move the yeah. camera. Yeah. It's just the same shot. Didn't even try. And Did that, not even try. Even though I've seen this film a hundred times, I am still confused by so much. Are they on that ship or oh, on that gosh. ship? Oh, I was. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is this know, the basement this, of this ship or right. the where where are we? Yeah. And and uh the crew members all looking alike and mm -hmm. it's like I almost forgot. I'm watching this this time. I forgot there was a second ship. Yeah. Oh. I completely forgot there was a second ship. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. "Oh, well, okay, so he's saying or, goodbye or to Toby the, and Yeah, the, right, the second ship. And then the second well, then there's the ship with the giant skeleton. Yeah, that's yeah, the, the, derelict, the, yeah, derelict the derelict ship, ship right. Which by the way has that long hallway of concentric oh, circles. Yes. Yep. Which not dissimilar from another film we're reviewing, Event Horizon. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. indeed. <laughs> so, and well, the great thing about what I loved actually about that shot is when they turn around and start going down the hallway. Because normally those things are what's known as forced perspective. Mm -hmm. They don't have the space yes. to make these things. But they just keep going. And you realize they built a giant set of these yeah. concentric circles. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Good call, yeah. The, but the thing about the content, the one corridor being used a bunch of times, you know, that's what they did on the classic Star Trek show. Yes, of course. They oh, only yeah. had yeah. one corridor. Right, so. yeah. right. Was that, like, deliberate later on Star Trek? No, like, that was just because in, was... in the book, The Making of Star Trek, they were yeah. talking about building more corridor, and they said, and they actually gave the cost per foot of extra corridor. Oh, wow. So, no, yeah. it's the same. So the it's, same it's just a budgeting thing. Yeah. yeah, that's. It seems like in later spinoffs and stuff, though, it's it almost seems like a nod. If, like, you're making a campy space movie to repurpose yeah, a set. Repurpose, yeah. Like, I'm thinking of um, uh, Star Crash. Right. Mystery Science Theater. Right. Where oh, the, right. the, you've, the you've Count's, seen. you know, spaceship is clearly the same exact set as the mining facility. Yeah, it's exactly. just dressed up. I don't know. Like, you see it a lot. So I'm wondering how much. It could be both. It's like, yeah, it's it's a nod. It's not about we don't have the money to make a separate set. It's a nod. I have to watch the That's how MST I would lean into it these, anyway. Because these films that you're talking about, I saw first the actual run. Oh, you saw Star yeah. Crash? Like I saw Star Crash and I was like, Yay, this is good sci-fi. Aren't oh. we happy that we have this in Caroline our lives? Monroe, the store man's yes. store okay. brand Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Okay. She is hot though. She's hot. Carolyn Monroe and she's and and uh she still looks good. Still at yeah. like ninety thousand years old. Yeah. I'd still do her. She's at, hot. At, at if she showed up at a convention and if she was available. <laughs> um so, Carolyn, if you're listening, because I Hi. know you've Probably. That, Probably. She's still, because you know what she's got those teeth she's got that smile with the with the yeah. two teeth the, the rabbit teeth and I love rabbit teeth. It's very specific. It is very specific. That, that is but a I've very just, specific fetish. It's just no. So it's not. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, Man, it's a good thing I have had niche. my yeah. braces done because you just would not be able to handle it. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't. Yeah. Okay. I well, you I do have, have two prominent. I do. Yeah, I, I do. Now that I'm looking. Oh God. <laughs> I shouldn't. It's a good thing I actually out. filed down my rabbit teeth. It's because. <laughs> Well, I've got then I've got the vampire canines though to remind you not oh, to fuck. Oh, don't. Oh. Mm. <laughs> See now you start start making me think you're you're a you're a, a vampire from a Hammer film. Oh. Which again, you yeah. know, in my 1970s upbringing, you yeah, know, it's like every little. Ooh, every I think little I see some of, titty. Yeah, I think there's some titty. It's almost there. It's almost. It, oh, it's, it's a commercial. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, womp womp. So. Uh, vampires. <laughs> yeah. vampires, rabbit teeth, and titties. Um, um the that'll be our our book those, coming out. That'll be our compendium book. Those oh are a God. few of my favorite things. Yes, <laughs> that's a very different sound of music. <laughs> so. uh, I loved um the some technically like they were forced perspective, but also like the mat shots. Those were really well done for the time. There's an interesting thing about that too, is because they were using what's known as old new technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was new for film, but it was actually old magician mirror tricks. Really? Mm -hmm. Yes. It was. They were literally just projecting through a mirror. Oh. The live action stuff. Yeah. So if you look at it carefully, there's like a weird part of it up top that you could see, like it's kind of, of the, warped. Yeah, it's warped. You can see oh. some of the stage and stuff. But and it's and their stuff is a little more desaturated. Yeah. Than the really rich colors of the planet. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't notice it because it just 
it does actually kind of work. It works pretty well. You know, like I was, was, I was, yeah. and I think like we were saying too, so much of that probably has to do with the lighting and how well the lighting is done. Yeah. But yeah, I remember when they did that first one where they see like the derelict ship in the background and they're kind of down here in the corner, like implied that it yeah. just, it looks really good. And Bob had worked this. It's the first time he worked with a whole new different crew. He always uses his oh. own people and he used a whole different crew. And I think one of them had suggested that to him because nice. they were trying to figure out how to go about making those shots was this before or after he did Keltiki? i don't know because okay we, we'll Kaltiki. have an answer shortly over to you c-a-l-t-a-k-i Keltiki, the immortal the immortal beast the immortal monster the immortal terror mm-hmm. something like that right so planet of the vampires was 1965 so oh, so it was definitely yeah because i think Keltiki was the 50s okay um and Keltiki is another it it, it looks goofy Kaltiki, on, uh was 1959 there you go so Kaltiki ha- uh, on face value looks really goofy, but mm-hmm. again, like Planet of the Vampires, the more you get into it, it's like you 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 look overlook the cheese. Oh, totally, yeah. And um and Baba just totally messes you up. Yeah, hmm. I'll have to check that one out. Um, uh, Bob is also known for an iconic image that you must have seen a million times of Barbara Steele from Black yep. Sunday with the holes in her face. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. From, mm-hmm. That's that's a Baba film. Yep. Nice. Okay. Um. What else can be said about Baba? You see, if Tim Lucas was here, Tim Lucas is the man who is the expert. Tim Lucas wrote a book called uh, All the Colors of the Dark, uh, the uh, uh, the comprehensive um, story of Mario Baba. Mm. Uh, the book, of course, is Great a proud title. sponsor of the Stabby Road podcast. They, they just, just don't, don't know, know it yet. yet. What else can we say about Planet of the Vampires? I, I want to talk a little bit more about the production design, which is really... Because... You know, I don't want to confuse it because there is a very subtle changeover from movies like Flash Gordon. And it comes about roughly around the time of both Forbidden Planet, This Island Earth, mm-hmm. where they they do go from space, you know, rocket ships mm-hmm. with little bits of smoke coming out the back on wires mm. that they they start using art design to create more either saucer-esque ships. Right, right. Or ships that, like, like with this ship, which mm-hmm. is sort of, it's kind of, when you look at it, it's almost like a, a like if the Jupiter 2 and the Enterprise, and the Enterprise had a baby. Yeah. 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 You know, it's it's a weird, but like you wouldn't see, which by the way, I'm almost positive was also that gravity thing that they used at the end. Oh, the same thing, just like that was the model. Did they repurpose the That's model? That's what I was thinking you know? too, actually. Yeah. I was like, that looks like the ship. It looked like the ship. The, the, um, the, the meteor yeah, or the asteroid meteor. repeller. Oh, the, oh, you mean was the asteroid repeller the actual yeah. model of the ship? Yeah. Because yeah. I know the only Or at least one it was ship. close. Yeah, they only made one ship, so I'm wondering if they. It may have been an echo from the production design, but I yeah. think that I think the the um, what do you call these boobies? Yeah. Oh, uh, the no, the the nacelles. Yes. That, uh-huh. You know. Right. <laughs> that did not help. No. <laughs> and just still boobies. I'm yes. just going home. Those of you not watching, he was making like honky. Round. I really like the nacelles on that ship. Look we're going to get to Life Force and we're going to get yes. to the titties. Calm down. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think I think that was just an echo of the production design because the rest of the production that design. That would be really the funny. The floor. They, there's so much floor. Yes. On that ship. It's a lot That's of floor. It's, it's, it's both spacious but uncomfortable at the same time like it almost should that design shouldn't in theory happen yeah well that's yeah. not to not to lucio fulci this film but yeah. you know one could say that is part of the dreamlike aspect of the True. of the film which is something that we haven't talked about is the creep factor mm-hmm. in the film like when the um the corpses came out of the uh the graves, the graves. That yeah yeah that that was full-on gothic yep. horror oh shit. yeah like a literal rising from the grave yep. yeah and even the sequence where uh they try to prove that um uh ensign lookalike uh right. is you know is dead and mm. they open the slab and the plastic sheet comes yes. out yes was a jump scare like a, that was yes. a jump scare yeah. that was a 1965 jump scare it was good yeah. too mm-hmm. it was yeah so yeah. there was there was a lot of gothy gothy stuff in yes. there and uh, I want to make a connection here, see if you guys get this. Mm-hmm. Uh, those giant skeleton characters, mm-hmm. uh, he's not credited in the film, but they were they were built by a then very young Carlo Rambaldi. <gasps> I know that name. Carlo oh, Rambaldi. H.R. Yeah. Giger designed the alien from Aliens. Yeah. Carlo Rambaldi built it. Okay. So there is a direct connection between wow. uh, space vampires. Uh, wow. I mean, uh, he was Mr. Vampires. Animatronic for a yes. long time. Oh, he did okay. E.T. He did, he did E.T. E.T. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. He did the aliens in Close Encounters. Like the, the one that goes, you know. He did King Kong. That one. Mm. He, did King, he right. built a full-size King Kong. Yes. Wow. Yeah. 
to Holy Rick shit. to Rick Baker's chagrin. Chagrin. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's an there's an is actual it, direct. But he's not credited. He's not credited. No. Huh. Because those guys back then, you know, they, they were just workers. Oh, you know what I mean? So yeah. they weren't heads of departments. Or right, like that. right. Right. Yeah. Hey, That's Carlo, cool. build me a big fucking skeleton. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, further well, proof that yeah. Ridley Scott's full of shit. <laughs> yeah. He's seen this. Big time. Just, Back because at the time, you know. And well, that's fine. Can... Alien is still wonderful. You yeah. can you can be inspired. And of like, dr- like why why would you but, be, why would you deny that? Yeah. Just... We, we talked about this when we talked about Tarantino and mm. the idea of, you know, everybody's rebooting or inspired by. And There's not technically no original it. ideas. Yeah. Back at the time, there was a controversy when Alien came out. Cinefantastique magazine actually did a whole piece where they just ripped apart Alien and said it was a direct ripoff of It, the Terror from Beyond Space. And at the time, people gave a shit about that kind of stuff, which is why Brian De Palma was always pissed off when someone said he was ripping off Hitchcock. Now no one gives a shit because we all realize there's only so much, it's like there's only so many musical notes, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, It's like that South Park episode, Simpsons did it, Simpsons did it. Right. Like, yeah, every, yeah, there's no original ideas anymore. So they were probably told by legal, deny everything. Yeah, that's fair. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if he was asked it like today, if he would say the same, you know. Ridley Scott doesn't seem to, he seems to be entering the Bill Maher level of crotchety. Yeah, he's a little crotchety. Because after, after the failure of the, that night movie. Oh yeah, he blamed that on, on millennials. He blamed it on millennials. Yeah, it's our fault for not wanting to go to the movies. Oh my God. Now you watched it at home and I'm like, no man, this movie just was not good. Exactly. Like own it. It's okay. Not every. Sorry, Ridley. Not every. And Prometheus. And Prometheus, which is a. A, a, just a mess of a movie. Yeah. yeah, I can watch Prometheus. I've seen it like six or seven times. Yeah, I could keep watching that, especially high. Um, <laughs> when that when that disembodied head starts talking, uh, starts not talking but gasping for yeah. air, it's, it's just that's just mind blowing shit. Um, and then when the um, actual effects, by the way, that was not digital. Nice. What? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, they uh, actually cut that guy's head off. And yes. it started talking. Yeah, it, was, it was Walt Disney's head. It was Walt yeah. Disney's yeah. reanimated. They yeah. were kind of shocked. They were like, all right, just yeah, get it in the yeah. frame. I He's guess. very committed. Very committed to his work. Yeah. So uh <laughs> Disney welcome up. Is Hugo Boss still around? <laughs> Put me back in. That that was a good callback. That was great. That was great. Let's talk more, more about stuff. the the, the produ- mist, because we did like the, the, the production. Awesome. Ba- yeah. The mist was so well done. It yeah. was like a very slow, kind of creeping. In when things yes. were, it was almost like a, a harbinger of doom. Was it, like yes. a, dry, was it a dry ice effect? I'm if it sure was dry quite... ice, it was the thickest dry ice yeah. I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it was really thick. Because it really did just roll along the mm-hmm. ground. Yeah, it didn't disperse, really. Yeah, like did did almost like like it was commanded to do so. Yeah, exactly. It yeah, you're right. It was regular smoke would just, just, just dissipate. dissipate and, yeah. and dry ice would be thinner than that and wispier than that. Yeah, so I don't know what they did to smoke that sort of crawled along the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beautiful thing is is when it actually creeps along and coats the graves. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, there was um, again 1950s boomer film Return of Dracula with uh, Francis Letterer playing Dracula. They mm. did the same thing, where the dry ice represented Dracula, right. and mm. it crept along, and mm-hmm. it didn't just feel like somebody just kept throwing dry ice into a bucket of hot water. Like it was almost right. taking was, a shape. And yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, I don't know how they did it here, but it, it was really it good. It was quite effective, yeah. I really liked the mist a lot. I liked it when they, oh, it, and especially when it was colored green. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it felt like this wasn't just dry ice, this was actually a, some kind of, and I don't know how, how, how do they do, how do you color? I'm wondering if that was lit from the back, maybe? Unless it was just colored, I don't know. I'd it was kind of cool to imply that like these creatures could take just about any form they form, wanted right, to, exactly, yeah. except human. Other until than, they took over the humans, right. right, right. But then they were even the orbs at that one point too, like the the people freaking out. Like I saw these like three little dots in the corner yeah. corner of my eye, but then when I looked directly at them, they were yeah. gone. And mm. when they went to the first guy, they thought he uh, was in a coma. Mm-hmm. Then he woke up, John Hurt, and. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then he, uh, yeah, he, the, that woman saw him walking around and then they went back in. And he was that was a great the... scene. I actually really liked the yeah. tease and the buildup of that yeah. scene of like, oh, 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 my God, wait, Sonia's going to examine him and she's right. going to die. But she's one of the leading. Nope. It's like the, the blonde is going to. But yeah. And the hand on the side, you know, reaching coming to life. This, and and yes. Which was actually kind of cool. The uh, the idea that they took the, the, the dog tags mm-hmm. off of him and. They were able to put it in. Oh, that to was open my, his locker, kind of. Yes, but but also the fact that they had a a nineteen ninety eight scanner that they used to scan the thing with. 
Oh really? It was oh like, yeah 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 to, right to put the label. It was it like down, a label maker almost. The, yeah. I mean, yeah. Did they have? Did they have photocopy? They had photocopy machines in the 1960s, but I don't think that they were just that simple lid over a piece of glass. No, weren't they the, they were the size of a room? Yeah. Those things that you had to go like That's this. That's a mimeograph. Oh, those. Oh my. That the was photocopiers Photocopies were like refrigerators on their exactly. side. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it went because it went through a whole thing. It went through like there was tons of. Yeah. No, this thing almost looked like a label maker. Exactly. Yeah. So it was it was weird to see that yeah. it was the first time I'd noticed that it actually just looked like a you know lift up the lid yep. put the thing on the glass put it down yeah. and I'm like well that's cool mm-hmm. and then it was just stored in a closet I love yeah. that too and it was stored in the same space closet they yeah. just had to yeah. just put it in, put it in the closet and if you notice yeah. she's supposed to attach the the name tags to some kind of record or piece mm-hmm. of paper mm-hmm. and they slip off yeah. And she keeps going. Yeah. Almost like they didn't notice and they didn't call to do another take. Yeah. And yeah. she's just like, all right, I'm just going to keep yeah, going I with got, it. I dropped. Yep. Okay. No yeah. one said cut. I'm going to keep walking. So I, I liked the, just this, the slow kind of the back and forth of that. And then, you know, she closes the cabinet door and he's standing there behind her and she yeah. screams. But it's almost like the vampire, what the, the other being knows nobody's going to believe her because everybody's kind of a little cuckoo at this point. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's sure enough. Yeah. no, Nobody does believe that he came back at that point. I don't know. I thought it was kind of a cool tease and build yeah. up yeah that's uh no, that worked quite well yeah, yeah. i like that scene uh and the scene when um uh wes is in his bunk at the end mm-hmm. and uh captain uh jut jaw is kind of standing outside mm-hmm. and then the way wes goes to sonya at the end and sonya's just staring oh what's going on wes mm-hmm. oh that's an interesting story i was like and, oh she's one of them but he's he's saying i don't understand why he seemed to approach so furtively. Yeah. And, and, like, and she says something very, like, robotically. Like, what was your conclusion about this then? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But I do love the reveal, though. When she walks in, she goes, he knows, he knows about, about us. us. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I didn't, I didn't, because I didn't, I figured she was, but I didn't think he, he was. Right, right. And that was a great little, It was a great reveal. You know, again, could very well be one of those things that inspired, uh, Phil Kaufman to have the ending of the Invasion of the uh, Body it, You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, you know, these are all people who grew up grew with up this stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, 100%. at the drive-in and stuff. Yeah. So, but, uh, so, so you understand why I picked uh, oh, the absolutely. Vampires like, just yeah. over. all the notes, like, from minute one, I was like, yes, I get why you picked this one. Yeah. I would love to do Alien. And yeah, 1979, technically, it falls into boomerism. But yeah. I know, I but get why you picked this one. I do. It is the genesis from which all... I, lo- I also love everyone who died in it died in a really weird way. Because, <laughs> like, when they first go to the uh, the derelict, not the derelict ship, the other ship that mm-hmm. landed... The free, first people outside, they're they're the way they're situated. The guy goes, they died they, badly, and I was like, that's not how they died. <laughs> <laughs> like, they did not die badly. Someone forgot something a, else. Yeah. Someone forgot a safe word. I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then when they go into the ship, everyone pretty much died in a conga line. Like, you know, they, were, they, they weren't scattered about. They were literally like in a line. It's like they were waiting to take. All right, I'm gonna hit you now. Yeah, yeah. Like like these. Everyone people stands had behind the, each other. Goes funk. They bonk, had bonk, the bonk. world's greatest last party. Yeah, that's all I kept thinking. Now the other thing is, inside these guys are doing it outside, and it was so a couple of things. Amazing. A couple of things about how people die in this film. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first of all, the laser guns. Yeah, you know, and I know that things were limited back then, but they did have some visual effects. They could have put some kind of beam instead of you know I'm shooting the uh, the barbecue lighter at you, and you're gonna go. "Ah!" (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much all it was, and also like wildly inconsistent. Yeah. Yes. Like it seemed like oh you know you would, what did at one point violence can't hurt something like that like yes um well you can't actually, kill me with violence yeah, Mark it seems we like just did. can yeah. though yeah I was gonna say there's a, there's a lot of evidence that would support that yes. yeah yeah in any part of history and apparently yeah they uh, everybody except Mark and Sonia died violently yes because yes. it was like to quote our favorite film you know how do you know that they're they're not vampires because they haven't got shit all over them yeah right. <laughs> they didn't they didn't come in with like half their face melted yeah, off oh yeah. we're or, fine or even, Wes you know even bruises yeah nothing yeah, yeah. a little dust mm-hmm. on a little dust on uh, brush it off on yeah yes so, yeah interesting but, yeah they're the only I'm, ones who died in a way that was. I wonder how. I guess, I don't know. Uh, which also... Um, Do you think that it could be implied that they died? No. And I was going to say it's some, maybe something happened in the derelict, but they go and get the asteroid. No, they got, they got killed after. during the last firefight. Right. That's mm. pretty clear. And it, and it occurred to me only now, 
that one of the reasons why the other people who we can't distinguish from each other got shot in an ambush mm -hmm. by the lasers is probably because at that point, uh, Sonia and Mark had um, already, had already died changed. and said, okay, we've got two other people waiting over uh, there. Get behind them right. and take them out. So uh, that's how they that managed didn't occur. to escape. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But Mark had that. Barry's little had that stupid half Mona Lisa smile. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Just... Oh yeah. I also love at the end. I have a feeling that the scene with the bombs was written that day. Oh, a hundred percent. Did Mario you catch Bob that too? Like, the, because the, the order like, is wrong. We don't have bombs. And Mario Baba just said, "Go out and just get some." And they ran across the street. And the only thing they had was a bunch of alarm clocks. Yep. And they just, they just bought them all and brought them back in. Grab the charges. And he's like, Mario, how's he? Like, fine, fine. Just go. Just put them down. Let's not go. only that. Now, now, now. So now, not now. only are they like a yeah. little alarm clocks. Yeah. As they're going to the other ship to blow it up so that they can't escape. Mm -hmm. it's like, we only have three charges. Really? Because in the cabinet, Wes opened five minutes ago. There like were like 20. 10 shelves exactly. of them. Exactly. Yes. But then in that scene where they're prepping, it's like, okay, well, I've only got, we've only got the three. So I have to go. And if I fail... Then you go, and then if he fails, Sonia, then you go. Sonia, come with me. <laughs> yes, yes, Thank like, you. Wait, what? What just happened? <laughs> wait, if my, Eric was just like, did we? Did, but that's not the order. He just what? What? Did somebody just not read? Correct. One, no two, one, five. Theresa. Three. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, that. On whole... the count of three. A. <laughs> Zed. <laughs> Omicron and Epsilon, go! But like you're right, that yeah. must that whole just we have to figure out a way to wrap this up. Like that was made that day. That <laughs> yeah. whole that thing. whole sequence, that whole sequence oh. made up the alarm in clocks. One day. Yeah, was, yeah. almost hilarious. West, West clocks underneath it. Like, and then the way he opens made... the cabinet with like the two magnets that have to slide. And there's that was kind of cool. it was kind of cool for a minimalist thing. For, yeah, yeah, exactly. One is red, one is green. They yeah. need to be brought oh, there. the cabinets. Yeah, I was just like that yeah. was like yeah. But it's yeah, that's because the cool... department. They're like, oh, we forgot to put a handle on that. You really need? Do you need <laughs> oh, that? Oh, she needs to open it. And they're like, uh, that was just supposed to be decorative. Take these Legos. Give me two minutes. Yeah. The whole bomb right sequence. Back. Yeah, that was thrown together. Oh my god. Oh, I love it. That was so funny. Yeah. I actually like the interior of the derelict ship better than, you know, the, the Yeah, of the same. It was a lot more fun design. It almost looked like like a candy store. You yeah. know, like with kind of the light up triangles that looked kind yep. of like rock candy and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was kind of cool. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't really spend a whole lot of time in that in that ship, though. Unfortunately, they they got they escaped real quick. And oh, what's unfortunate yeah. is because when you're growing up and you're reading about it in issues uh, issues of Famous Monsters magazine, the only shot that they always showed was a picture of the two of them looking at the giant the giant skull. Right. And I yes. thought that that, you know, when I first saw the picture later on, when it finally came around to TV, because back in the old days, you had to wait mm -hmm. until someone at the TV station said, what films do we have? Okay, let's put this on this week. And you didn't know until you read an old pile of dead trees called the TV, TV guide. guide. Yes. Oh, TV um, guides. And if you, and if it started on Saturday at 12 o'clock and you just read the TV guide at 1245, you missed Half the, the first movie. half yes. of the movie. And that, well, tough shit. And, and yeah, exactly. You couldn't get that back. Nope. Yep. Nope. 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 So I expected there were going to be a lot yeah. more giant. You were like waiting for that. And yeah. then it happened. Yeah. And then it was just five minutes. And then five minutes. Gone. And it's like yeah, 60% into the picture. Yep. And it's like, ooh. It's, it's unlike unlike Forbidden Planet where, you know, the Krell right. is, is, is a presence for mm -hmm. the entire picture. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah, that, that would have been, if, we, if there ever is a sequel, if anyone ever wants to do, I would love to see more of that. We need we need a Prometheus for Planet, Planet of the Vampires. Of the vampires. Yes. We need to do a prequel That's what of we need. Planet of the Vampires, yes. So Someone we need to, to everybody we know who is tall. Yes. <laughs> and and we, have to, we have to, you know, we, we have to have our own uh, giant collar budget. Yes. <laughs> and a shit ton of alarm clocks. There's, There's alarm so alarm many alarm clocks. <laughs> That's Somebody all get on eBay and that's buy all, all the vintage alarm clocks. Here we go. Look, I've got us halfway there. Yes. There we go. We're done. It's okay. Pop the I'm collar. Ready for my Pop the audition, collar. They'll so. all be super preppy. Aliens. We have to get a bunch of poster paint and oatmeal. A bunch of douchey preppy. Uh, <laughs> you know. Bunch of dude bros. Dude bros, yeah. Oh, my God. You know, vampires, do you even lift? Um, <laughs> okay. So, at that, yeah, pre yeah. yeah, so we need a Prometheus, Prometheus yes. to the vampires. And we have to get Hugo Boss's grandson to come <laughs> He'll design, he'll design the boards. Yeah, he'll design all the, the stuff for us. 
And we'll walk in and be like, that's uh, disturbingly close to something. Can we change some of that? <laughs> no. And he's like, no. And the good I'm guys honoring all my have, grandfather. Like, the old, okay, and the good guys all have like long banners with one <laughs> yeah. color, a white circle, yeah. and just some kind of strange thing that yeah. made a, that black in the middle. That's all. Yeah, that's disturbingly familiar. I, you know, that's interesting. Back when I used to do Star Trek conventions. Um, when, <laughs> I am curious as to where this is going to uh, This go. is, well, what happened was I was in charge of doing all the set design and stuff. Because right. back then we would actually, we actually built like uh, uh, the wall of a starship and we did oh. the doors where on each side, you know, one guy That's was pulling a string cool. and would go like this. But then I would have um, like a three banner set up. Mm-hmm. There would be one major banner up top with the, with the logo of the show. And then on the left, I had long banners which were red and they had the Starfleet logo oh in the God. center. Right. And my, and did I you did, want everyone to die. It didn't occur to me <laughs> until the guy, uh, one of the guys who owned the company, Adam Malin from creation entertainment. Hi, Adam. Hope you're enjoying Utah. Looks at me. He says, and Adam, Adam and Gary, the guys who ran it, they're Jewish. So Adam looks at it and in a classic Adam underplaying way says this design, I didn't realize was going to be this Teutonic. Oh my! And I and I was like, oh, oh totally <laughs> unconscious. I swear. Oh, whoops! Oh, but, I was just thinking. I didn't even think of it that way. I was just thinking, red shirt always dies. But yeah. Oh no, no, it was, it yeah. was, it was. These were long red banners oh. with a symbol in the middle of it. Yikes! Yeah. So Yikes. it just. But they weren't red. They were maroon. They were the Ru- command color. Oh, but still. okay. That's slightly better. But still. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. red with black. You know. Uh, Starfleet right. but, you know, stuff for the middle. It's a good thing you didn't have the Klingon logo in the center because that would have been way closer to. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's a good point. See, it's also much subconscious. Or the less recognizable Romulan logo. Oh, the, yeah, with the with the with the, the the bird of prey. Yeah, which is impossible to draw. Yeah. Um. So, Star Trek. Star Trek. How do we know Star Trek? Um, something about the banners. That was it. The banners. Yes. Yeah. A, a Teutonic Nazis. Banners, yeah, we were, we were Hugo goofing, Boss. We're goofing on making space vampires. That was right? it, right? Yeah, right, right. So, Planet of the Vampires, the prequel. <laughs> yes. And on that note, actually, on that, that's are we probably there? a good, yeah, that's a good spot to wrap. Yeah. So, well, well, stay tuned. By the time this airs, we'll probably have uh, a trailer for uh, the prequel to Planet of the Vampires. Vampires. Yes. <laughs> okay, that would be, be fun. perfect. I think uh, yeah. we're ready for up to take us out. Yeah. So once again, everyone, uh, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Stabby Road. Uh, And on behalf of Stabby Road, my name is Rob Graydon. I'm Joe Senna. And I'm Sonia Harcourt. And thanks for taking a walk down Stabby Road with us. And us. We have to write this down. Dick Bush. Dick Bush, the cinematographer for (laughs) Blood on Satan's Claw. Dick Bush. The Stabby Road podcast was created by Joe Senna, hosted by Rob Graydon, Sonia Harcourt, and Joe Senna. Recording technicians Josh Graydon and Eric Todd. The Stabby Road podcast is a production of Fourth Castle, all rights reserved. See you next week.